Oh, hey, I'm. I just picked up that uh, the Brotherhood by Mike Chen. It's a new uh, Obi Wan Anakin book that's set, I think, like right after Attack of the Clones. Have you seen that? No, the Brotherhood. It's just called Brotherhood. Yeah, I've been in kind of oh, a vibe, you know, because I've been rewatching the prequels and stuff, and I was reading the Padme trilogy by E.K. Johnston, and then this new Brotherhood just came out, and I'm like, yeah, let's do it. That's interesting because um, Hayden Christensen's reprising the role of Vader. Right? I know. Yeah. So Crazy. I wonder how that's gonna go. I can't like... imagine. I don't know. I don't know. Do you think he got good at acting since? Uh... <laughs> no. 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 Okay. But I mean, Vader himself <laughs> we... is very robotic, yeah. so that w- works True. perfectly. Yeah. Like... Good. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Are you excited about Obi Wan? You feel optimistic? I... Yeah, I think so, but I'm I think I'm cautiously optimistic yeah. because I know like Star Wars is just I don't know. It's Picard that has me, you know, like I just Dude. was so excited about Picard and then it was the worst show in the world and so that's my concern about Obi Wan. So fingers crossed. I hope it's gonna be I mean it's not gonna take much uh, yeah. for it to be better than Picard, but I watched um, you know. I don't know if you've ever heard of Welcome to This Enduring Life, a Star Wars podcast from the Radio Meanwhile Network. My name is Steve Rudd. I'm Nick Gunning, and we're following the Ewoks from Return of the Jedi to the Ewok TV movies, the 80s cartoon, and beyond. And beyond. Today, we are discussing the all-new Ewoks. Yeah. Season 2, Episode 3, The Rach. The Rach. That's right. Yeah. Today's episode was written by Michael Reeves. More on him in a minute. Directed by Dale Schott. Uh, it originally aired on September 27th, 1986, and this is our first full-length episode of Season 2, The All-New mm-hmm. Ewoks. Yeah. There are four episodes total in this season that are the that are the full, you know, and by full, I mean like 25 minutes, whatever it is, not two 11-minute episodes. Right. So this <laughs> yeah. is one of four in this season that do that. Oh, okay. There's four of them. Four All right. of them. Yeah, okay. Four. This was released on VHS as part of the compilation Ewok 6 Battle for Planet Endor. Decent name. Mm. Feels familiar. <laughs> for, uh, Feels like a play on the apes or does. something, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Be. Yeah. Yep, yeah. could be. Popular back then, I guess. For, <laughs> for <laughs> our spotlight this week, rather than doing a cast member, I'm going to do crew because Michael Reeves... I know him from other Star Wars things and was surprised mm-hmm. to see his name pop up here. But Michael Reeves had previously written an episode of Droids. And I kind of wonder if this episode was written at the same time. Because Droids was concurrent with season one. And I kind of feel like he wrote that Droids oh. episode and then this was in a drawer. And they were like, well, it's the full length version, but let's just do it anyway. Because we yeah. see Logray, we see Chief Chirpa. It we feels need, We need it. <laughs> It just feels more reminiscent of a season one episode overall. But anyway, Michael Reeves wrote an episode of Droid. This is his first episode of Ewoks. Uh, and he would you do other things, a lot of other screenwriting, novels and things. He wouldn't return to Star Wars again until 2001 with the novel oh, wow. Darth Maul Shadowhunter, which I haven't read. Is that one you've read? No, no, no okay. I haven't read that. Many others, including the, the Coruscant Knights trilogy, uh, the MedStar duology, which is some of my very favorite Star Wars books. This is uh, set in like the Clone War era, and it's about a Jedi whose power is specifically healing. So she's like working oh. with the clones who were injured on the battlefield. I just think they're great. I don't know. That's I'm, a cool idea. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was really unique. I never had read anything like that in the Star Wars world before. But he wrote those several others. Most recently, the 2013 novel, The Last Jedi, 
which has nothing to do with the movie The Last Jedi. Just, oh, so uh, it's probably really good. Then. Prob- <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably. But yeah, Michael Reeves, one of my uh, one of my favorite Star Wars authors here, showing up uh, on the Droids show. This is uh, technically his yeah. second entry into the Star Wars canon after uh, Droids. So, oh, okay. Here he is. I mean yeah. that that just kind of proves that Ryan Johnson pretty much just copied everything from everything already I, star wars I even the name so. of his own movie yeah. i don't look if you're looking for me to defend the last jedi you're in the wrong place yeah why well, you know what i'm not i will say that it looks great i think visually it's a very appealing movie if you don't oh, pay yeah. attention to the story or anything like that i think it's a lot of really really epic scenes uh did you like crate i, I thought liked the, crate a lot yeah i liked the crate a lot i yeah. did and i think that the yeah. contrast color Mm-hmm. This I just, I thought that was really cool, oh, but there was yeah. elements of the story that were just too oh, yeah. campy yeah, and like, silly yeah. and didn't make even yeah. even science fiction sense as a far as far as like cinema yeah um like yeah I don't know what cinema like I, laws of gravity and like you know I, I think know, we should just space. vow right now to never do an episode on the Last Jedi because we already spend a lot of time talking about things we don't like on this podcast. So <laughs> or we add, could we could do one mm, episode called. 30 mean things. Yeah. But yeah. Stephen May. <laughs> I mean, we already did. We already did a nice thing about The Last Jedi, so that's more than can be expected. I can't even us, remember I what think. I said that was nice. Look, I know a lot of people who really love that movie. Eric Nichols, our most recent guest. Oh, you star, did it. That's right. I really didn't do it. likes The Last Jedi. So, oh, that's you know, crazy. Oh, man. Yeah, people look for different things in the movies, and that's fine, but that one was, uh, that one was not for me. Yeah, not for me. All right. Not Shall we me. get into this episode? Yeah, let's get into this Uber Dito plot. You see how long this is? This was yeah. like. I was, I was really happy to write a uh, yeah. another synopsis. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got out of control there for I know, a minute. It's fine. All right. The uber detailed plot of uh, season two, episode three, The Rage. We open to Wicket and Latara being chased by a zomba while looking for sparkle seeds. Hitting a dead end, Wicket, in an act of true bravery, decides to turn and attack the zomba. And when he wrestles the creature to the ground, he discovers it's actually Tebow dressed up as a zomba. Despite the prank, Tebow was determined to ask Latara to go with him to the Shadow Night Festival. Mm -hmm. She turns him down because she wants Tack to ask her. She runs off into the forest to search for more sparkle seeds for her costume. Wicket still needs to complete his own costume and spots a sparkling hat in the top of a tree. Tebow is reminded of a magic hat from one of Master Logray's scrolls, but he can't quite remember. Strangely, the tree he climbs seems to move to encourage him to reach that hat. Suddenly, the tree transforms into a giant monster known as a Rach, who chases the lot, demanding they give back the hat, which Wicket quickly gets rid of. The monster tears the hat to pieces. The Rach continues to terrorize as it somehow causes Bega to be entranced. The group quickly runs back to see Master Logray. Logray! Logray, yes! The monster approaches the Ewok village and suddenly all of the animals seem to become entranced by the Rach. Logray immediately knows the danger as the Rach. Chief Chirpa is surprised that Ewok would set it free as it would be a disgrace to the tribe to do so. Logray summons the scroll about the Rach and Magic Cap and tells the story of how the Rach was captured and subdued because the Magic Hat turned it into a tree the group decides to head out and find a two-headed gonster that can craft another magic hat 
During the glider trip, yay, Tebow <laughs> tells Latara that Tack already asked Asha to the festival, and instead of Tebow, she hopes that Big Burke asks her. Mm. Meanwhile, the Rach has caged the animals it put into a trance. Vega, being too skinny to eat, is fed more hay by the Rach to plump up. Nearly reaching their destination, the gliding Ewoks are attacked by a Husha. The Husha destroys Latara and Tebow's glider with its electric bursts, but they land safely on Wicket and Nisa's glider. Unfortunately, they are all too heavy, and the glider topples from the sky and lands safely on a soft hill. Before the Husha can attack the defenseless Ewoks, the two-headed monster appears and shoos the Husha away like its pet. The Ewoks beg the two-headed Gonster to get rid of the Rach. The Gonster agrees to help, but crafting the hat will take a while. In the meantime, Wicket takes a sleeping dream flower potion to the Rach to stall it. The Husha takes Wicket and Nisa to the edge of the dead forest where they find the Rach's lair. Nisa rescues Bega while Wicket sneaks up and tries to slip the potion into the Rach's water, but fumbles and is captured. The Rach easily captures them all. The Gonster crafts the hat. Meanwhile, right? The Gonster <laughs> crafts the hat with the help of the clumsy Tebow and tells them to top the hat with Sparkle Seeds last minute for the spell to work, turning the Rach into a tree again. The same seeds Latara covets for her festival costume. On their way back, Tebow asks Latara to the festival again, but she refuses, calling him a lurdo. <laughs> they spot the Rach's lair by following the line of summoned animals. They realize Wicket and Nisa failed to put it to sleep. Tebow infiltrates the lair using his Zomba suit. The Rach wakes up from its nap as Tebow sets Nisa, Wicket, and Bega free. The Ewoks run into the forest, and Wicked attempts to put the hat on the Rach. The Rach summons a Zackal that chases Tebow and Latara up a tree. Even Bega is controlled and attacks Nisa. Wicked bravely swings and places the hat on the Rach, but since the seeds weren't placed on it, nothing happens. They quickly top the hat with seeds and try again. Wicked springs off a young tree and again places the hat on the Rach, and it transforms into an old tree once again. The Zakul and Bega's spell are instantly broken. Before claiming a trophy for his belt of honor, Wicked is dragged off by Latara so they can all make it to the Shadow Knight Festival on time. At the festival, Latara laments that no one asked to go with her to the festival. Realizing Tebow was all alone, Latara asks him to dance with her, and he gladly agrees. Meanwhile, Chief Chirpa and Logre discuss why the animals suddenly return to normal. Before Wicket can boast, Nisa grabs him and drags him off. Roll credits. See, don't you think that's been sitting in a drawer since 1985? That's a season one episode. That's a season one episode. I really think so. This was a great episode. What was this? Episode three? It Something. feels like, well, I guess, but it's like the fifth one, which yeah. felt way too long <laughs> to get a good episode like yeah, this. I mean, only because we did them one at a time, the A so, and the B. So you're coming out, you're coming out positive right from the start. You like this episode. Oh man, it was good. I thought, I thought it was perfect. Yeah. I thought it did. I think it like, it was a season one episode it's where we talk about like all the characters. There was it's just funny because we didn't like season one either. And now we're like, thank goodness. <laughs> like, 
a oh season gosh, a one season episode. One oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. But no, it's true. It's true. I mean, it really, it really does illustrate the difference between the quality drop in season one and season two. I mean, yeah. It's really, it's really on display here. But I agree with you. I mean, I had a good time with this too. Definitely my favorite of season two. I'll say yes. Oh yeah, know? absolutely. I think this one holds well. Yeah. In season one, too. I think I probably would have given I, this one a fairly good I think so. score. I think so. I mean, if it had been in season one, it would have had the benefit of a good voice cast and better animation. Yes. So that's one thing, you know. I mean, it, it does suffer because of that. But, yeah. I yeah, think you know, Wicket definitely displayed, though, like, there, at least this episode – he was he was brave he was. all the time. And you know how like a traditional season two episode is Wicket being brave and then like whatever he yeah. does doesn't yeah. actually follow through. Yeah. Like, well, what with that first episode, right? The thing like just runs into the crystals and they're yeah. all like, oh, Wicket, you were so brave. And it was like, yeah. he didn't do anything. Right. It, just, it, it actually hit itself. Well, it's like Eric was pointing out in the last episode. He, he almost has in this season kind of a Bugs Bunny kind of like he's just a, you know, yeah. wisecracking kind of guy. But this, yeah, I mean, he was he was brave and he was adventurous. I liked little touches, like how when whenever like the tree, you know, when the when the, the hat and everything, like when this starts, all the animals are like, oh frick, uh oh, look out, yeah, like they sense it, and I think that was just a nice little touch. Oh, that was really good. You know, that was, is you know, the first just... time we've seen Logray this season. I want to say this yes. is the first time we've seen him. Oh, okay, lo- yeah, this season. Now yep. he's not credited, but when I was looking at IMDb, Rick Kamina, who's normally credited as Chief Chirpa, was credited as both, as both Chief oh. Chirpa and Logray. And so, I mean, oh, really? that's, that's what IMDb says, and I would buy that listening to it. Kind yeah, of a, I would buy that. Kind of a step too. down. I feel like from what was it, Doug Chamberlain for for last year, whoever, think, yeah, whoever yeah. It was. Oh, they were a, so good. The first yeah. season voices just embodied those characters, and I know we had nothing to compare it to. Yeah, but I think it wouldn't have mattered. Like if they, you know, that just would have always been low grade voice. It was a yeah. pretty consistent vibe. We're here. Tebow really stood out to me. Like he has a moment, yeah. like when, when he takes the costume off and he does that laugh forever. It was the most annoyed I've ever been in my life. <laughs> it was so annoying. No. I hated it. I hated it. They're really pushing this uh, Tebow smitten for Latara. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's got up a bad. the wazoo, he's man. Got a bad. It is. Yeah, um, I really liked when they went back to the village and Logre like tells the story of this tree or whatever it is. What's it called? What's the thing the, called? The Rach. Yes, the rage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The title of the episode. Thank you. Uh, well, they're telling the story, and he sees you see like drawings of it happening. Yeah, it's like crayon like drawing, cave yeah. painting kind of vibe. I thought that was cool. I thought that was a good sequence. I liked it. It was a good use of low gray. You know? I know I didn't put it in the uh, synopsis because it just I, I I started writing it and I was like, oh man, this is just this is too much. I'm just gonna say he just tells the story. But it's cool though, don't you think? Yeah. Oh, I thought that part was really cool. Yeah. yeah. This episode reminded me that we were watching an ewok show true yeah you know I, I think it had it I, had the magic it had the mysticism yep. the the lore like oh the, the gliders story of the it had the gliders, the gliders. It, it had different animals and they all had names for them you know i tell you what it didn't have a warning sign around the rage like don't take the hat off whatever you do don't take the hat off yeah. this tree it was a sparkly hat I'd too maybe, it was a uh, bad idea yeah i'd maybe label that a little bit better because when it comes back and and, and chirpa and low gray are like if anybody touches that they'll be disgraced forever and it's like guys just label it you know maybe yeah just, you maybe don't just label touch it. 
I did think it was funny when they got to the tree and they were like, oh, a dead end. And you like in the frame, you could clearly see like the sky and <laughs> right. like other trees in the distance. Yeah. I was like, that's not a dead end. Right. Tree. Like, bit, yeah. To me, I was just like, huh? Just go around. <laughs> go around. Uh, I love the glider yeah. sequence. I thought the glider yeah. sequence was really fun. Yeah. They had an aerial battle. They did. Right? I yeah, mean, multiple step, multiple step. That, yeah. uh, what, the Husha, that thing? Husha, yeah. Major Pokemon vibes from that guy. Oh, yeah, total Pokemon. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so Pokemon, <laughs> the Pokemon guy is, uh, yeah, shooting at them and everything. And they're like, they're dodging and they're like up and down using the gliders. One gets taken out, they land on the other. It was just a cool sequence. I liked it. Yeah. I, liked I thought it. it was, I thought it was really good. Yeah. And that, like, it was a little silly when they landed in it. They landed on like some weird, like Wicket landed head first. Mm-hmm. Tebow was completely gone. So yep. like whatever they landed on was the perfect thing. Apparently. Just, yeah. yeah. I liked how right when, uh, you know, when the animals turn and everything, I liked that we had to deal with like dark Bega. You know, he was like evil Bega. Oh, yeah. He was, I was like, Bega. Ooh, okay. They All didn't right. really like, I was expecting them to like change their eye. Well, they did change their eyes, like the way, like the, yeah. they t- went to angry eyes. Yeah. Uh, but like, I thought it would have been cool if they like made them like yellow. So they were like, mm-hmm. Ooh, you know, mm-hmm. you could tell they were entranced. Yeah, that's kind of a missed opportunity. I also yeah. liked how to solve the problem. They're like Tebow's really involved and like going back to him being Low Grace Apprentice and stuff. Like he's the yep. one making the magic potion and stuff. Did you see that he balled up his costume and opened his bag and it like opened wide? He stuffed it in and then it went oh. and shrunk small like it was a magic satchel. A magic bag. Satchel. Like he, you know, he could yeah. pull like a lampshade out of there. Like Mary Poppins. Or a lamp. That's exactly you know, yeah, what it was, I was totally thinking. Mary Poppins. Yeah. So like I thought I was like oh yes yeah. that was cool because it was like even though it was like very magical, it felt very Ewok magic. Yeah, you know? yeah, it did. Uh, I liked so when they're so the 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 thing is as you said in the synopsis there they're trying to make a new hat to basically yeah. subdue the rage, and they're not quite sure that they have it right or they you know they're leaving out things. I really liked the sort of false start of them getting the hat on and being like crap it doesn't work. Yeah. I thought that was a nice touch. It was a little yes. unexpected. I mean, it's teed up, but I still kind of, when it didn't work, I was like, oh, how are they going to get out of this jam? And yeah. so, you know, Tebow fixing it and trying again. I just thought that was a good little, like, misdirection there. Yeah, I was expecting, like, when the, when the, when the, the Gonster, when the Gonster was like, <laughs> don't get me started on the Gonster. I freaking love that thing. When it, when it's, um. <laughs> When it was like, it's just one handful. And these other ones like, no, it's two handfuls. And I was yeah. thinking, oh, how, how much you want to bet? It's going to be two handfuls. Yeah. And they're going to be one handful short because Latara grabbed some. Yeah. But it never ended up being that, no. right? So that like. It, it, but she you know, wanted it. She wanted she it. She wanted but, it badly. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. I thought, and when, oh, uh, that's going to happen. And then mm-hmm. it didn't. No, it didn't. They just forgot. They just the, forgot uh, to put it on completely. The two-headed guy, like one with a mustache, one without, and them like bickering with each other, reminded me of the car talk guys, Click and Clack. Did you ever listen oh, to that? Oh, Click and Clack, the Tappet Brothers or Tap <laughs> yeah. Tappet Brothers. Yeah, yeah it just they're, reminded, it just they're made me, so good. It just I made love me think Monster, of that. man. That, yeah. that character, it was yeah. right up there with Larry for Give me. Give him a spinoff. That's what I say. Where is Larry? I hope Larry I don't know. comes back. I, I know, me too. I want to find out that character. Larry and the Leaf Queen got married, and <laughs> <laughs> they just stupid. have like furry leaves walking That's... around. 
<laughs> Hi there, how you doing? I'm Larry's oh, son. I... My mom's a leaf queen. How are you? How the hell are you? How are you? Nice to meet you. That's my first day on a job here. What are we doing exactly? You know, like <laughs> what are you? I'm half leaf. What do you expect? Come on. Yeah, yeah. Ah. <laughs> Strong wind. Come on, I can't help it. I'm out of here. <laughs> so like, stupid. No, so that stupid. character though. I just, okay. Oh my I'm, gosh. Praying that they he, they bring him back. I hope so. I, I hope so. He's I was thinking really about it the other day, me. and I was really like, grown on me. Guy's name. Yeah. And I was like, I think it's Larry. And I was Good like, nah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Not Larry. <laughs> Wait, no, but it was it Larry. I'm but pretty it is sure. In fact, Larry. Yeah, it was. It was. Okay. <laughs> uh, boy, it's fun to have fun things to say. Uh, let's uh, yeah, br- right? let's bring the tone down a little bit. Uh, yes. What about your uh, Oak of Arc moment? Okay. My Oak of Arc moment was literally the voice of Cheap Chirpa, Chief Chirpa and Low Grade. Oh, they were so oh, bad when okay. they started talking. Yeah. I was like, what? I had to rewind it yeah. and listen to it again. And like, it's funny that you say that it's credited as the yeah, same Rick guy. Yeah. I thought, oh, that's funny. I thought both of them were bad. And they were done yeah, by the same guy. Same guy. <laughs> same guy. Chief Chirpa has such a pronounced mustache now, too. It's so funny. Oh, yeah. He's got this like thick black <laughs> like, Tom Selleck he's mustache. He's got like a cigar laying across so his funny. nose. He's like, Groucho Marx. Yeah, it's like Groucho Marx. It's so bad. Uh, <laughs> mine was also mine was also voice related. That laugh Tebow did was just so grating oh and irritating. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna give it to that. Yep. <laughs> oh man. What was your Ichiwama moment? Um, I you know, and, and not just for old time's sake, but I think I do have to give it to the glider sequence just yeah. because we haven't seen anything like that in so long. And it was this extended battle where like multiple steps happened. It just, mm-hmm. you know, I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. And I was interested to see how it went. You know, uh, I wish it would have had yeah. a better ending because it's just the other one unravels and falls. And that's, but I thought that whole sequence was just good. Like I would have, yeah. I liked it as an adult. And I think if I was watching this as a kid, I would have really thought like, Oh, they're going to fall out of their gliders. This is so cool. You know? What are they going to do? And yeah. Really held up. What about you? Uh, mine was the Gonster. Like all the, you know, like the, <laughs> yeah, okay. it was just like a, our saying is yeah. this. And yeah. that was not our saying is this. And yeah. just like, I thought that that was a fun element to it. Like yeah. it was like, it was a, um, Shoot, what's that play? What's that movie? What's the movie with the the two roommates? You did the you did the play in college? I can't even remember now. The um, he throws the spaghetti against oh, the wall. Oh, yeah, the odd couple. The odd, odd couple. couple. It was yeah. like the odd couple yeah. living in the same body that they just did yep. not agree. Yep. And they had to argue about yeah. everything. And it was just I thought that that was really funny. Yeah. Made sense. I'm gonna start an online petition to get them uh, CGI inserted into Return of the Jedi. Just like the in gangster. the background, yeah. Just as, they, as they're putting <laughs> up, like the yeah, as they're putting Sipping up tea. <laughs> the shield situation. They're like, oh no, no, you never. That's never gonna work. Yeah, you want to bring your end down? No, bring it up. Blow it up. That's not gonna work. You gotta yeah. go to the uh, you gotta go to the bag. You yeah. gotta then remove the uh, sprinkle flanker yeah, from exactly. the. Uh, Frigal Mactor, you know, yeah. you got to do that first. I mean, it's not, it. not going to work. Just That's a big right. explosion. That's yeah, right. How many Yubnubs for this? Uh, oh, I, I think I'd give this a solid four. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because it was, I mean, it was good. It had its silly, the, the, the relationship part in the the whole Oh, um, Latara and Shadow. But yeah, yeah, that was like that. Yeah. I think pulled it down. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I thought it was a really good episode. Yeah, I think so too. I no. think so too. Yeah, we should we should keep better track of this. But at this point, if it was like if somebody was like, "I'm going to watch a season two episode," 
this this is the one to beat for me out of the out of the three that we've watched so far. Yeah. So this one was really good. Pretty oh, solid. We've really watched four, right? I guess this is technically the fifth like this sequence. Is the fifth, yeah. You know what this I mean? is the fifth one. So, so we watched four before this, and they were yep. just oof. Yeah. Like gratingly teeth. Yeah. Like oh, they were just bad. The Larry just... one, it really is the one that I've enjoyed the most uh, out of the, out of those four. That's true. That yeah. oh, that was this season. I it keep was. forgetting that. Was, yeah, that, was, was. that was actually a good one. I thought that, that it one was. was I mean, it it yeah. it doesn't super fit with the tone that had been set previously, no. yeah. but it's still it is it's fun and enjoyable to watch. So yeah, it, that I, one I got ruined by them fighting too much. True, right? It was almost That's like true. everything they were fighting. I see. Looking but, ahead, yeah. that Michael Reeves has another uh, Ewoks episode under his oh, belt so we'll uh, i hope so we'll wait yeah, and see how that good. goes and if we ever get to droids you know we'll see his episode there as well oh so, yeah oh yeah. We'll, we'll get the droids pretty fun we'll get there i like your optimism oh, yeah. i like your optimism <laughs> we have to get there <laughs> yeah well we've been uh i i don't know i've been in in kind of a prequel mood and i don't really know why uh, hmm. i guess the obi-wan story coming out i mean the obi-wan yep. coming back but I watched Phantom Menace with my son a while back, not because of that, but just because we'd watched the originals and he was kind of asking about Star Wars uh, mm-hmm. and, and Ewoks wasn't cutting it. So I was like, well, maybe we should do Phantom Menace. And so since then, I've been watching them and I, we've been texting about it and everything. And so we've just decided uh, that we're going to do a, a prequels episode. So we're going to yeah. do a, a Beyond episode because I have it on good authority that our friend Crystal also doing a Star Wars prequel rewatch. So... Uh, in two yeah. weeks, we're going to be back here uh, with an episode focusing on the prequels. It's sort of a reevaluation of the prequels. I don't want to give anything away, but my opinion on the prequels over the last, whatever it is, 23 years has <laughs> yeah. changed wildly with each viewing. So, and I don't know I where, think you, so. yeah, I don't know where same. you're at with the prequels. And I know Crystal, when she was here last, was kind of like, yeah, she's okay with them. So. I'm looking forward to talking about it next time. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I, I haven't really, in an official capacity, talked about the prequels in a long time. Yeah. I mean, I used to talk so much smack about them. Yeah. But, uh, you know, because I have a friend who is, he loves them. Because that's okay. what he was, but he's younger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. you know, he's like, oh, yeah, it's from my childhood. And I'm like, yeah, but the original trilogy is my childhood. Right. <laughs> right. So we have that, like, we're yeah. basically just arguing yeah. the same thing. Yeah. You know, original I'm not series, you. next gen yeah, yeah exactly Kirk Picard. yep tale as old as time so anyway that is gonna <laughs> be uh that's gonna be our next episode and, and by the time we record that at least the the first episode of obi-wan will be out so we can talk a little bit about that yeah. too oh, so it's so crazy it's coming out so quick i know it's crazy so send us your thoughts uh on twitter or facebook what you think about the prequels favorite moments least favorite moments things that you're sort of either appreciating or things you liked when you were a kid that don't hold up anymore yeah. we want to hear it all so send it our way all of it even if it's a hill we need we need to hear the hill you're willing to die on that's right when it comes to the prequels that's right that's, that's what yep. i want to know yep okay <laughs> all right steve until we meet again for the prequels yes See have a good one this enduring life was brought to you by the radio meanwhile network other shows on the network include 90s music got me like previously on x-men and 9021 here we go Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Facebook or Twitter at Endorian Life. And please rate, subscribe, and share this show wherever you get your podcasts.